The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Saturday, August 22nd, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And today, it is part two of the blind taste test. This will be two down and one to go. What does the effect of a cigar band have on the taste of a cigar? I know it does. But tasting a cigar band with a brand without the cigar band definitely makes you think about it. And that's what we're doing. We're doing this for years here in the store. I've been doing it for years, and all the pros are doing it, so are you. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Okay, with us today is Sarah. Those that have been paying attention to the show for the past month or so might remember her as uh, the girl from Ohio that that uh, called into the show, basically wrote into the show uh, with that um, steam pipe, audio pipe, or whatever it was called. <laughs> or speak. Speak pipe, pipe. whatever it is. <laughs> and then later on, we um, actually had her interview right on the after show. So if you haven't caught those shows, go back to it. But this is Sarah, and she's here because she has been working for us now for a week. A week. Today's today. the whole week. Yes. Each day I watch you come in the door and I say she came back. So every day has come back. What do you think? How's your first week? Uh, I'm having a great time. I, I hope that's normal because I haven't had this much fun working for a long time. But I'm learning a lot, a um, lot of new knowledge that I didn't even know is out there. So, yeah. yeah, it's been a really great, now, great first week. Do you hate Jonathan yet like the rest of us or you're getting there? Or? Not yet. All right. But I'll give you an update. Give it a little time. Yeah. I'll yeah. Give you, I'll give it's only you a matter update. of time. <laughs> Is it what you thought? You know, kind of. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, kind of. And and I based a lot of that on what I saw when I came up and visited and interviewed with All you right. guys. And I spent some time in the shop and stuff. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I'm not, nothing's coming at me with a curveball or anything. All it's right. Well, that's a good people. sign for your, for your future because... This is why I wanted you to go work at a cigar shop. No, not necessarily ours. <laughs> I'm, ha I'm happy you ended up here. But for you, some people think it's different than it is. You see the guys hanging out in the lounge, and that's the whole business. But it's, it's not. Right. That's part of it. Uh, and, and that's the, the funnest part. And, and, but it's not just that, right? It's, it's about sales and customer service and uh, all the little things you're going to pick up along the way. It's, it, we've got lots more to teach. Yes. But um, you're doing great. Awesome. Thank All you right. for the feedback. All right. And uh, what's your, your folks saying? Oh, I'm calling them every night. Yeah? Major updates. They're, they're giggling with me. They're probably listening right now. I mean, they're, they're uh, really excited. 
for All me. Right. So. All right. So today we'll wrap up uh, one full week, and you've been t- working at two of the stores mm-hmm. so far. It went mm-hmm. it went good at the Seabrook store. Yeah, yesterday. it was it was fantastic. Yeah, yesterday. I had a great time. Yeah. All right. Good. This good. is an abnormal thing, by the way. We normally don't have new employees on the show. No. And we certainly don't conduct their uh, the second portion of their interview <laughs> yeah. on the show. Uh, normally, the the wrap up of the week happens in Dave's office behind closed doors. This is an abnormal but, thing. Don't think you're going to work here, and this is normal. No, <laughs> but you know what? I, I was reached out to by emails and phone and even Facebook messages and stuff and asking how you're doing from people I don't even know that listen to the show. Oh and they're saying, how's it going with it? Did she start? What's going on? We feel like we're all in this with you. Oh so these gosh. people are... You're, you're, Sharing section to see uh, how it you works. have more fans than I do. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> so and I've been do, on the Mr. show for Jonathan. ten years. Come on. <laughs> but everybody's always looking for a train wreck. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah. that that'd be more entertaining if this became a train wreck. But so far, so good on my end. I'm happy happy to hear it is for you too. Uh, we'll see how it goes because uh, we're going to put it in higher gear next week yes, and sir. go go to the next. You ready for that? I'm so ready. In the meantime. Uh, you are on the clock. Yes. So what are you doing here? We got people waiting out there. Put your headphones down and get, get back to work. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. So that's Sarah. We'll watch uh, her as she goes you along. Can take those two cigars with you yeah. and smoke along with yeah. the rest of the show. That's if you C&D. Like. Uh, usually in the store, sometimes they have a plan down there and they can uh, go along with it as it's happening. Uh, I hear a lot of stores do that. And thank you to the retailers out there that uh, run the Cigar Authority at your shop and uh, educate your customers as it's happening. Very good. We try to do it too. We, yeah. we play stuff all the time um, for, for people that are out there. And uh, sometimes they turn away. Sometimes they pay attention and, and get into it. So uh, it's all good. It's out there for you. Um, okay. So uh, last week, uh, we got into part A of, really, there's going to be three parts, one, two, three. That was part one. Today, we're going to get into part two, and we went pretty basic with you to uh, taste and flavors of cigars. So we got into seven basic flavors, which included pepper, vegetable, earth, spice, nuttiness, wood, and fruit. That's as easy as we went. You hear Jonathan saying all these crazy flavors that go on, but it starts with that basis, right? Um I, why am I the only one who gets the, in quotes, credit for the crazy flavors? People, because People bring it up, but we all do it. Barry does it. You do yep. it. Even Ed Sullivan from time to time. Magazines do it. Yep. Because we're the ones writing in the magazine and putting the flavors. That's right. half, half of the problem that happens. <laughs> but um, it, it's an association with the flavor. What does it associate with? Because those flavors are not really there. So associated flavors is what we're talking about, but we're going to go deeper and further today. So we'll take pepper, and we're not just going to talk pepper, but within that, herbs and spices of it is black pepper, white pepper, hot pepper, chili pepper, cinnamon. Um, Then we get into ginger, clove, nutmeg. They seem the same, but they're not, but we try to go in deeper as we go in there. Then we have licorice and anise, which could be a little different, kind of close, and even vanilla. They're we also all... have paprika or smoked paprika that would, would fall in those yep, categories. Yep. I mean, these things can go, and then you start getting into, um, you know, a, a bubble gum, cinnamon bubble gum, and you take the paper, tape it off, and you lick in the inside, <laughs> and you, you know, you start getting really deep, but that will save for Nobody would next ever, month. Nobody would ever Nobody do that. Would do that. No. Looking at vegetable, um, these are plants, flowers, fruits in this category. This is when cigars taste a little grassy, hay, moss, cedar, oak, driftwood, balsa wood. All these, you know, you could just say wood, but then you could get into these other types. Tea, 
uh, rose petals, lavender. You know, it's not just flowers. It goes into, into that. We talk about earth. That could include minerals, salt, chlorine, lead, earth. They sound like they're bad, but sometimes mixed in with something they're good. There's nothing better than the, t- the aftertaste of chlorine, in my opinion. There we go. <laughs> Musk, barnyard, mushroom, leather, peat, truffle. These are all mineral-type things that are there. Dave, where does the taste of concussion fit in? Concussion would be, I would say, with the minerals, right? Yeah, it's a I little minerally. So, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and marshmallow. That's when you go even deeper into the crazy right. notes that it's we call it crazy it has it, a flavor it well, does. It's, it's sort of a metallic I think. yes yeah. yes um nuttiness to go deeper into nuttiness is almonds cashews hazelnuts peanuts walnuts pistachio you know they're all nuts but they have their little things of it with the shell without the shell i've with been the cooking skin. a lot of uh, asian cuisine which would have sesame oil and that has a very distinct flavor yeah in and of itself uh, get into uh, woods, deeper into the wood part of it is the cedar, oak, hay, um, cardboard. You know, people Many say times. cardboard, it, it, it's there and it's so obvious when it's there, right? Smoke itself, that most people say it just tastes like smoke. It has a smoky characteristic, can have it there. Vinegar, dough, breads. There's bread, which is cooked dough. Well, then, then you have just pretzel, dough. but you can right. break pretzel down into, is it the pretzel salt that broke off a little bit of the crust on the pretzel? Is it the crust itself? Yeah. Is it the inside Thick of the pretzel? pretzel? The thin pretzel. And Soft pretzel, hard pretzel. Yeah. It, it matters what kind of bread. Sourdough. Yeah, absolutely. For example. A rye bread. Yeah. yeah. It can go deep. Then we go into fruits, um, and that could be uh, raisins, figs, prunes, Cherries, raspberries, dried fruit, orange rind, which would be part of the fruit thing, but the rind of the orange or mm-hmm. whatever you choose there. Molasses, that sweetness That's over there. Fairly popular, yeah. And then you go into other p- categories like dark chocolate, um, espressos, coffees, cream, butter, honey, and things like that. So how deep can you go? You can go crazy deep as, as you hear what happens. And what's going to happen here at the end of it is our laughing at you with these flavor notes are going to be go away if you pay attention to the show because you're going to start getting it and you go, maybe he wasn't all that crazy after all. Maybe, maybe he was. was. Maybe it's he possible. was. So uh, let's get into it. We have two cigars for you. If you're part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, you got four of them. You got A, B, C, and you would expect D, but this is the lazy D. This is, mm-hmm. we're trying, tired of putting 1,000 bands around each one of these things. <laughs> they know it's D because we'll have no band on it, right? So we're going to go to C first, but we're going to end up getting to both of these at the same time. So the first two we had were very similar to each other. These two should be similar to each other. But the thing that's going to happen after is when we have the winner of A and B and C and D, all of a sudden they're not going to be similar to each other. These two should be similar to each other. Um, You know, we're getting people already voting. It's important for you to vote if you want to determine which one goes forward. It really doesn't matter, but it's going to be when I reveal what they are, maybe it's going to be interesting to you. Um, On that sheet of paper in your bag, if you haven't thrown it out already, in the care package was the secret website and the secret password. We need it by August 27th. That is this Thursday. And the, there, we need this one and that one. There's been a, a small handful of people that have had an issue with voting, and they've sent me some emails, which I forward to Barry, and it does appear that you have to clear your cache 
to be able to uh, sometimes access another level Empty of the a bank website. account? Yeah. That's and this is all electronic, right? No mail-in ballots? No mail-in ballots. No mail-in ballots on all this right. one. Yeah, when we're against that mail-in ballot thing. <laughs> We've been waiting weeks and weeks for a package to come in the mail with the post office, and it still hasn't come. It has not. We'll get into that during the after show. Now, do we think it was really sent? I don't know. We're going to end up checking on oh, that. Oh, yeah. We're checking. Do you want me to go down there and straighten it up? <laughs> I, I want you to pay attention to that package when it comes in. Oh, I will. Yeah. Let's not just open that package. No, no, no. no. Let's okay. check that out good. Um, okay, so let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, in excellence. Excellence. So this is a good-looking cigar. It's got a reddish hue. There's a hue. There's a hue. And now we're taking a cold drawer on it. I got the country of origin. Don't spoil I'm it. I'm not spoiling they, anything. I just said I have it. Because you're just being a show-off now. I'm you, just you, telling you. Because you can pick it up as soon as you draw the cigar, mm -hmm. like you could last week. This may be the same or may be different. There's a little also, there's a little bit of play in the man going on here. Well, because I, I told you what I told you already. No, if I, if I believe that I was correct last week, <clears throat> then I know what direction you went this week, I think. All right, so let's light her up. All right, we're going to light our 5x50C with the cigar lighter known as the Lotus 71. The Lotus 71 features... I'm gonna. I don't want to mess this up. It's double action. So you push the button. Two things happen. The button gets pushed. The lid comes off, and two jets come to life, fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank at the bottom. You have not only an easy adjustment wheel, a window that you can see how much fuel you have, but also a little flip out bullet punch, all for the low price of thirty nine ninety nine. That is the Lotus seventy one. Ask for it by name. By the way, when you're doing this taste testing, don't use the bullet cut. Open the cigar up with a guillotine cutter straight across so you can taste these flavors. It's much harder to do when you funnel it into a straw. So let's take, for instance, you're tasting a glass of wine to see the flavors of the wine, and you drink it to a straw. Isn't it going to be tougher to end up picking up those flavors? The answer is yes. And it's going to be tougher if you, if you don't open this up with a guillotine cut. Don't use the V-cutter. Don't use the the bullet cutter. Use a straight guillotine cutter. This time, go back to your regular schedule thing the next time you're enjoying a cigar, but this time do this because we're really trying to taste these flavor notes as they go on. And again, to the flavor notes of Chinese pea pods, uh, cinnamon, uh, raisin toast. Uh, cinnamon Chinese pea pods. Oh That's what this is. Chinese pea pods. I've seen them on the plate. I've usually pushed them away, but I've tried them since because that was back 10 years or so mm -hmm. ago. Um, it's a vegetable. It's, it's a yeah. flavor. It's, yeah. You got the green, crunchy. It's a little denser type of yeah. flavor that's densed in. It's more, a, more green tasting than a string bean. Less bright <laughs> flavor. Do you, do you think it's food? It's food. All right. You could live on that, right? <laughs> I, I Look at know. how far you've come in ten years. I learned this, the this stuff. Uh, that, I mean, the stuff that you're willing to eat. Yeah, <laughs> get, get, getting ready for a show. Um, 
is something. Now, I wrote down some crazy notes over the years. I've used some of these things. Actually, all the ones in yellow. And oh. I have a sheet here with, with crazy flavors that are written down. The ones in yellow I have used, actually, in Cigar Journal. Ah. Hmm. Um, hay in salt sandwich. So imagine a sandwich that had hay, you got salt on the hay. You got the bread, you got the, the salty component, and you got that vegetable, but not green vegetable. Yeah, the hay, um, leather and earth, mm-hmm. kind of simple, Fairly not standard. too crazy. Cinnamon licorice. I could see that. Get the bite mm. of the cinnamon, but also the sweetness from the anise. The paper on big red stick of bubble gum. That's mine. I've said that. <laughs> Maybe you copied it from Cigar Journal magazine that you're in a bread. Maybe they wrote it after I wrote it. Burnt fat from a steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, caramel popcorn. They got that sweet and salty type of thing happening, right? Orange peel. Orange peel pudding. Pudding. Sweet. Also the sting of the orange. Uh, Coffee, cream, and melted butter. I don't know where the pudding comes in. <laughs> it's not cream. on this cigar, Ed. Not this one. I'm just no, saying. No, I, I mean, just in that description. Why is it pudding and not just an orange peel? Because you got the sweet, creamy. Yeah. So imagine from the pudding. pudding that was flavored orange peel pudding. I don't know. It happened. It's not this cigar, so I can't no. explain yeah, it yeah. as I'm tasting it. Uh, Black Forest cake with raspberry filling. Padron. Padron. <laughs> Padron 1964. And yeah. maybe the Toro. We've In the Toro. Th- we've been through this, though. Right. Black Forest cake has cherries. It doesn't have raspberry. But, well, I wrote raspberry because that's right. what I wrote 10 years ago. Probably <laughs> longer than that. That's probably 15 years ago. Black pepper milkshake. I remember that many yep. years ago. Uh, prunes on a cracker. It's easy movement there. Here we go. <laughs> Salted honeydew melon. Mm. And black coffee with anisette. Mm-hmm. So those are some, and I got a whole bunch. Remember, hermits, we talk about yeah. that. These are all things over the years that happened. Pumpernickel bread, pasta water, the water from pasta. Mm. It has a flavor. And, and these things, I mean, that's when you go deep, and we'll, and we'll go deep um, in about a month from now when we end up doing the winner of this and the winner of um, last week's show. And uh, Ed Sullivan, there's a a little bit of news about uh, what's going to happen with that is uh, Dave invited me for drinks and we're going to sit down and we're going to write down all of the crazy things that I've tasted and that he's tasted. Mm -hmm. He lost me at, we're going to sit down for what? And he said, yeah, that's how he came up with the idea for Two Guys Smoke Shop. It was over a, a six pack. Really? Yeah, that's how two guys came up. Wow. And and b- believe it or not, we had pages of it. Me and my buddy Paul put it together. And at the end of it, with three beers into it each, and we're both lightweights when it comes to drinking, mm-hmm. we took the first one on the top thing and said, all right, let's go home or let's take a nap or whatever it was. <laughs> now, you're not going to invite him to your home, are you? That's a bad idea because he might well, not leave, right? Yeah. And is he going to bring something, a gift perhaps? And take it with him after? Yeah. I mean, I could I could bring the stuff to make that fried rice. Just throwing it out there. Ah, see, now I'm interested. And now he's cooking. But yeah. If there's leftovers, you're not getting. No, it. no, no. If he made the leftovers in my house, is he allowed to take those? He didn't bring them. <laughs> that would be even worse. That's right? worse. But he travels with uh, Tupperware, em- empty Tupperware, yeah. just in case. 
you know, you'd, I wondered what that was. It's a lot of rice sometimes. Seat. I guess the worst would be if he goes to your house for dinner and then goes in the kitchen and just starts making leftovers from what you prepared. He doesn't really do bad? leftovers. Do you do leftovers? I don't really do leftovers. Yeah. No. You don't either? No. Yeah, that's interesting. No. I don't do leftovers only because I usually eat it all. There isn't leftovers. I've heard of, of that. Like the doggy bag <laughs> thing. I'm like, yeah. what is this doggy bag you talk about um, when you didn't eat it all? And that doesn't happen. I eat it all. Uh, what are you getting for flavors here? This is a soda cracker with a little, there's a little sweetness, but it's very faint, but that it's a very effervescent thing that's had. It's not so much a flavor. It's an effervescence that's happening mm -hmm. on my tongue. Soda water. You got some soda water. More like a soda cracker. Soda water a with readiness. a little, with a little lemon in it. Soda water with a little lemon. Come on. All right, I'll give you a touch of citrus. It's very little. Yeah, though. faint. Just yeah. soda water with a touch of lemon. It's yeah, the lemon soda water lemon. that doesn't have lemon juice in it. It has the essence of it. I'll give you that. Yeah, like you waved a lemon over a glass and then no, poured. No, it was in there. Maybe, <laughs> what do they call that when they get the... The rim? They don't really put the lemon in it. They just oh, get yeah. the... The rind. The yeah. rind and they twist it. All right. Sometimes they light it and they put it oh, in your yeah. martini. All right, I'll give you that one. Zest. Yeah. A little lemon zest. And you ever go to the fancy places and they do that and they light it when they mm -hmm. do it and it lights fancy. It's usually an extra 10 bucks for the martini, <laughs> but it's well worth it because it's part of the show. Because there's fire. Yeah. If you can incorporate fire into it, you can add, you can add more. Uh, yeah. So as crazy as it sounds, this is, there's something here on these flavors that typically even, you know, sometimes we're going to argue back and forth that it's not there and somebody's going to take it and, you know, you said what you said, which wasn't far off, but then I tried to just, and, and you'd say, well, that's what I said, basically. I said this, it's there, but. I'm trying to be less angry. Yeah. How's it working out? It's not, no? it's not going well. Okay. I like it. It's burning well. It's tasting good. Yeah, so far so good. It's a well-aged wrapper, which is very similar to last week's first cigar. So these are mega popular brands, by the way. These are not, um, I don't know what, the, you know, it's some no-name right. thing. Or, you know, and you're going to know it at the end of it and stuff. Oh, you ended up sending me four cigars that have no thing. They're four dog rocket, no-name no. things. You're going to know what these brands are after, and you say, wow, um, I love that brand or I hate that brand, but... You, it's not going to be the same as you tried it without the band on it because that's a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. uh, in some cases, you would have liked the cigar better if the band was on it because you know that they make quality products and you know it's a good cigar and maybe you're beating this up a little because you don't know what it is. But they know I'm not going to give you something that's it's not a well-made cigar to begin with. Um, it's a good cigar. Um, and boy, they sell an awful lot. And I don't, I don't even know which one I'm smoking, to be honest with you. I, I know which of the two things that I did because I know what I smoked last week because of tasting it. So this is the other group sure. of what they are, and I don't know which one it's which, but it doesn't matter. The, the idea is they're similar to each other, and um, they should have similar notes but a little different. That's the idea of what it is. So with that, let's take time out right now to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. 
Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> In China, scientists were able to grow a human tooth from scratch using stem cells taken from pee, which means you're in luck if you wear dentures. And that's not only insane, that's asylum. From urine, not P-E-A, P -E -A. urine, E P E E. Correct. I'm glad we got the spelling down. <laughs> People have this problem with me with this spelling thing. I, either they love it or they hate it that yeah. I spell Nobody things. loves it. No? Nobody. Do you think it's unanimous? I'm pretty confident that it's unanimous. Huh. They don't, I got to stop spelling no. things out loud. Did you Can ever, I say it in my mind? Did you ever win a spelling bee? No, I'm a terrible no. speller, but there's two P's. He's yeah. saying, it, it, is it P-E-A, a, well, how a would you green get stem pea? cells out of a green <laughs> pea? It doesn't make sense. It has to be out of something that comes out of a human. Well, you can't get a stem cell from, from a plant? Not to grow a human tooth? There was some context clues in there, buddy. All right. Okay. Uh, so um, last week, we're talking tasting. We're talking tasting now. And uh, I... I Quickly went over that I've been uh, helping edit. I don't know about edit. I don't know what word to end up saying here, but I've been proofreading a book that is not out yet to look for if there's something wrong here. Um, and talking about this book is talking about taste. And we already had planned this blind taste, but at the same time that this is going on, I'm going through this. So I'm learning as I'm going through this myself at the same time. And I mentioned it a few times, and uh, Nick Serto, Good. can right. I spell it? No, you don't need to. <laughs> I have to. C-U-R-T-O, because I don't want to say his name wrong. Curto? Curto? Um, he owns HSA Cigar Molds and Equipment. He's the guy that makes the plastic molds mm -hmm. that when they roll a cigar and they put it in a mold to form... And he's been doing this for 25 years. He's the company. He sells to almost everybody. He's the guy. If you're a cigar manufacturer, you know who he is. And he's actually uh, writing this, not only book, but this whole program put together. He's going to be the author of the book, pre-published book, which I had the honor to pre-read. I am actually on the last chapter at the very end of it now. And uh, I hope I helped in a tiny, tiny way. But let me tell you, this guy's got it going on. It's called Cigar Bliss. I want to spell it, but I won't. <laughs> and also the creator of the soon-to-come-out Pro Palette, which is not just a book, but it's the whole package. Uh, we're talking a high-end thing mm -hmm. that's going to be here with the different things that you can smell it as you're doing it. So if we're talking about cinnamon, here you are smelling cinnamon. If, if, you smell it, if you're tasting a little vanilla... The problem with what we assume vanilla is, is real vanilla is very, very expensive, and most people probably never even had it. It's expensive, and it, and it has hundreds of flavor components in it. Yeah. Whereas artificial vanilla just has the one, vanillin. Yeah. That's it. Which is supposed to smell like that. 
Mm-hmm. And when you when you lose a generation like that, you're, you're missing what these. If you really get into the vanilla, you know, a Tahitian vanilla is very different from a Mexican vanilla, right. which is different from Madagascan vanilla. All right. See, I don't know that. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, this thing Pro Palette is truly that a professional palette. And you say, okay, you've been doing this for a long time, and you're one of those high palate people or super taster super taster i don't have it you can actually learn it's it can become a learned behavior and even if you aren't a super palate person you can you even if you just have a regular taste of, taste of a sense of taste or smell you can reacclimate your sense of smell especially so that it is more accurate this is the most unbelievable thing for the cigar industry after this comes out. It's going to take this to whatever we just are this doing is the, the next, past couple This weeks. is the next jet flame lighter. Is this, what is this is it. Is. So watch for it. Cigar Bliss. You heard it here first on the Cigar Authority. Uh, Nick, you did an unbelievable job. If, you, if you're watching the show, um, honored to be uh, a little piece of this thing and be able to go through it but uh i give it my uh without even finishing it yet i give it my thumbs up to say i'm i'm a buyer for sure um and incorporating it into my tasting already dramatic things yeah. have changed so uh and sharing this with uh jonathan as this was going on and he's like what what the heck is what are you talking about that and and we consider ourselves pros when it came to it or we thought we were pros uh we're going to become pros yep so that's what's going to happen there. So early thoughts here on C. Are we still performing the way it was performing? It's a good cigar, well aged wrapper. The, a couple of a couple of little runs on it. So I'm going to say that the just I bet my best guess is you're looking at a three year old wrapper. It's not completely uh, perfect burn line, but it's very good. So we talked about cardboard. It's not a negative thing. There's some cardboard. That's happening here. Yeah, you start a fire and you use cardboard as the initial accelerant, and it has a certain aroma to it. It's sweet. Like, what do you eat cardboard, Dave? No, I don't eat cardboard. But, but you, it you, has an aroma. To yeah, it, even even not burning. Can you imagine that that taste? It's a little bit of that that's there. Don't pretend like you never sniffed a box before, because you have sniffed a box. Yeah, <laughs> you've sniffed a box before. <laughs> You're trying to be Barry Stein right now? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Just talking about sniffing boxes. Okay, we'll leave that alone. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to light up D or blank, whatever we want to call that, and go head-to-head as we continue the blind tasting of two cigars. What makes them different? We're going to dig into that and lots more. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. 
it'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, 
Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut Cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking blind. We're smoking a cigar from the Cigar Authority Care Pack, simply labeled C. Trying to figure out a little about it, tasting notes and things like that. What do we think of it? Welcome back, everybody. So what do you think of it? What do you think of C? Is it performing well? How's it going with you? It's mild. I'm a, I'd put it at a three as far as the strength profile. Um, my ash is still on, and I'm trying to smoke it slow. Go easier because we want to go side by side if possible that we can do it. Uh, Mr. Leather Tongue, Ed Sullivan. Um, it's mild AF. Really? Yeah, it could be AF. Who knows? <laughs> He's saying a three? Yeah, I think that's that's fair enough. Really? I mean, this isn't a cigar that has much spice to it. No, no, there's no spice whatsoever. I'm getting a little more woodiness out of it now. Well, PM in the audience says, very salty, very salty. I see some salt there. There's some salt, and it's it's not just that it's salty. I, I, I would hesitate to say it's like licking a salt lick, but when you first put a lot of salt in your mouth without knowing it's salt yet, that little retronasal activity that happens as you start to identify a flavor, that push through that olfactory is what I'm picking up. That's that salt component, I think, that she was getting. It's not salty on the tongue like licking something salty. It, it's the the aroma of salt. I, I hate when I hear something because I can't get past it. It's Ever since you said it, it's there every single draw <laughs> that it's there. And I, I try not, and you try not to do it too. I, I say don't fight it because we're trying to learn how, how to do it, but it's there. It's definitely there. It's there, and the cardboard subsided a bit of it as more saltiness is coming in. I wouldn't say um, it is mild a Toro Fuente, <laughs> AF. AF. Um, I know what that is now. Yeah, okay. where, where are you going to put it then? What's your number? Maybe it's a little, it's it's less than medium, but it's not very mild. Maybe four, you're saying three, maybe four. Mm-hmm. It's not just say three. It could be three. <laughs> you 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 break my balls about fighting but, you on. But stuff, it's not and one. It's not two. Same thing. It's, no, it's three. Yeah, it's three-ish. Now don't you two see that you're in love with each other? It's true. So, Ed, how much does it sell for? Uh, six dollars and seventy-nine cents. I'd say I I, I think it's a about seven fifty. How about you, Barry? Barry, where's Barry? Barry's in here again. So stop sending your emails. He's on vacation. Well, he's on vacation. And, and yes, I know we had five weeks off. He's on vacation. Is it nothing? Pino already told them in the chat room that uh, he's in New York City on vacation. Yeah, just get off my back. Somebody's not here. <laughs> All of a sudden, something's going I mean, on. Right? They're not their keepers. My God Almighty. Yeah. <laughs> 
I take a day off. Nobody even knows I'm not here. No. Well, oh, they know. <laughs> they know. There's celebrations. Yeah. There's parties. Well, but is that what's going on? So I, I still have the ash on this. It's burning really good. Yeah. Everything's nice. Okay, let's go to blank or D. This is D for your uh, voting thing. Before we go to D, you want to do a little cigar news? I know Barry's not here, but I have a little news. Okay, give us some news. Uh, the FDA's ability to require premium cigar companies to seek product approval for its cigars has been delayed indefinitely by a federal court. Premium cigar companies will not have to file for product approval on the September 9th, 2020 deadline as a result of the indefinitely delayed product approval for premium cigars. Barry Beliveau, a.k.a. Barry Stein, that's his maiden name, (laughs) was quoted as saying, a lot of people have asked me my opinion on the ruling yesterday. As a person who tends to look at the glass half empty, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. This is a Does win. Did you say that? No shit, Sherlock? No. Or is that you? I add a little End commentary quote. sometimes. End quote. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, this is a win, but it is not as huge as one might think. The door has been left open, and the FDA has been asked to look into a more streamlined road to substantial equivalence. It's not going away, and it can be back in play eventually. But I'm enjoying the weight lifted off the shoulders of the cigar industry. I would say it depends how the election, the federal election goes. Right now, I, I would say it was a huge victory. You know, I was telling all the manufacturers, let me tell you, we're right here at the end. This is it. Unless a Hail Mary pass ends up happening. Uh, it did. We this got, is the Hail Mary pass, we, but we, to Barry's point, the clock has yeah, not run out yeah, yet. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate that, you, they, that they say. You could call it a victory, but we, we didn't win the war. You know, took one battle. Yeah, we got a stay of execution. We're still going to go to the chair. You're going to, this is a dramatic change up that happens. New brands start coming out. New people start getting in the cigar industry. Not that there's any cigars to sell anyway, because there's a shortage (laughs) going on. But this becomes, maybe even ramps it up even worse than it is now, that there's a shortage happening, there's a supply and demand issue, Mm -hmm. and now more people are going to get in the industry because of it. And I love that more people are going to get in the industry, but the timing is terrible. But here we are. Uh, But I say yes. Um, Congratulations to the cigar industry. Take an exhale right now. We got... um, state of execution moved for it it's not like they're going to do this in six months no two years i mean they move very very slow they did nothing in seven years so if they really ramp it up and get it done in 14 more years beautiful (laughs) you know we'll we'll see how it plays up anyway let's light up uh d or blank it's time to cut our cigar the official cutting brought to you by perdomo cigars perdomo the brand while all other brands were raising prices perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. A little spice on the cold draw there. almost choked. A little cardboardy. Who is it the... Uh I want to give credit where credit is due, because they, they pay us homage on the regular... A uh, little mint. Go ahead. The, there's this cat, Gator, from Cigar Pulpit. Yes, yes. And he does a retrohale on the cold draw, which <laughs> does change how the cigar is presented. So you can do the cold draw retrohale, or that doesn't work? Either? Yeah, that you can. And yeah. I, I just, 
it made me think of it because I do do that. I take a couple of quick You can't puffs. do a cold draw on a retro <laughs> hail. It's breathing out of your nose. Can you do it? If you, if you take quick puffs and each puff, you push what you puffed through your nasal cavity. Yeah, you can. Really? I don't know about that. Spicy uh, cardboard. <laughs> see how the two things go together. We're gonna light. We're gonna light our cigar today with the Lotus Seventy One. The Lotus Seventy One features uh, dual action. You press the button, the lid pops open. Two jets come alive, and they're angled in toward each other for pinpoint accuracy. Those two jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank at the bottom. You have easy adjustment, a fuel window, and a flip out bullet punch, all for the low price of thirty nine ninety nine. That's the Lotus 71. If I was to market this and put this out for sale, how much would I sell it for? The lighter? Yeah. $71. $31, 39, oh. And then people would remember it. Or why is this price that way? Why is it the 71? Now I'm very interested. Did they already make 70? I don't know. 70 would be the ideal humidity how people think that's the ideal humidity i think it's less but anyway why 71 why 71 well the uh we're going to be giving something away later and it's the lotus 52 so hmm. there's something with numbers i don't know okay 71 i'm interested i know somebody that's going to answer me back on this do you yes i do <sighs> It's not me. He's most likely listening, mm -hmm. and uh, or later on, and I'll get an answer. Duck sauce. Mm. Duck sauce, which is an applesauce plum saucy. Yeah. With a little orange in it. Yeah. Like a little orange juice in the applesauce. No yeah. spice, though. It's not, this is not a pepper bomb. This is, this is a complete departure from what we had last week, and... You are correct in saying these two cigars are similar. This is a little more beefy, though. If this was a three, this is a five. I'm going to save my judgment for further into the cigar. Well, er early on, that's where I'm at. Initial differences right off the bat. This is a little more bold, more flavor. Are you flavor. saying that because the wrapper is slightly darker? Nope. Is it? Slightly darker. I tried to make them as close as I could. And it, there's a... Slightly darker. Slightly more of a hue in the what? reddish category on D yep. than C. You're they saying, both have that risotto, sun-grown-y... You're saying D is darker than C? It's yes, it is mine. on mine, too. Yeah. yeah but, clearly not on mine. Yeah. So the leaves are different, and I and, and looking at them in, you know, a thousand of each of them, mm -hmm. they they were very similar. But mine is darker as his is too, just coincidentally. But the idea was they were, they were the same. You're not going to get two. These are snowflakes. There's not two the same. There's not two leaves that are the same. No. And if they are, they've been fucking around with them because <laughs> it can't happen. We don't want that fuckery going on. No fuckery. If it was, these two cigars had a band on them, what color would this band be? Would, would it dictate, would, be, would there be more spice in this if they put a red band on the cigar? Should there be more of an of a? Uh, I'm I'm saying it should be more of a uh, beige. It tastes beige. <laughs> There's not a lot of flavor. I'm only tasting beige because that's the color of your shirt. 
Yes, Perhaps it that's is. That's why you're tasting it. Is. It is, okay. But I, I can't see myself. <laughs> it is, uh, th- that's, this is the color of this cigar band in taste right now. You didn't go through this cigar band thing that me and Ed Sullivan went through today. Oh, I got to do yeah. that with you today. It was very interesting, it right? It was very interesting. Is it the microphone one? Yes. Yeah, I went through it. Oh, okay. Oh, was Dave there? Yeah. Oh, he was. All right. <laughs> well, you did. All right. <laughs> I guess you made a big impression. He doesn't pay attention to who he's around so much as right. he's went, going through it. Because I went it. through about 10 people already, yeah. and I'm losing track of, of who it is. And frankly, there's lots of options, and nobody said the same thing, really. People are all over the place. So I have no information uh, yet. <laughs> but after this is over, I think it could be a show. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, Showing all these things. It's very interesting. It is interesting. Very interesting thing. Rebranding. We're rebranding something, a cigar, and um, we're going through this whole process, and it's very interesting of what it is. And it's interesting that we're talking about what's the color of the band Mm -hmm. because we're doing this whole thing without actually smoking the cigar. So next time we do this, we should smoke the cigar Uh and then choose. That's a missing element that I didn't do. That's what I'm going to do with the next person I show this to is I'm going to smoke the cigar, then say which is the right one. And I like that cigar. I want a do-over. Ah, you want to go through that thing? Go through the process? change my opinion. All right. While you guys were... Chit chatting. I just yeah. I happen to look up on the screen. Maybe we do that in the care package, and the, they get the cigar, and then we go through the whole change of the process. Oh, that would be fun. And let everybody in on this thing. Yeah, let's good. do it. Write that down. That's a show idea. All right, that's good. Why is there a uh, prom picture up on the ah? The can screen? we show this? Yeah, I think it's open. I, w- I looked everywhere for my prom picture. My wife couldn't find it. She probably threw it away from years ago because she wasn't in it. But um, <laughs> yeah. that's me with hair. That is Mr. Jonathan's prom. Huh. How do you like that? I think, I think technically that's Rachel's prom. I think that was her because I went with a dude to my prom. Of course you did. <laughs> did you dance? And, and, and none of us are very surprised. No, Shouldn't be. You went shocked. with a guy to your prom. Yeah. We decided that if one of us didn't have uh, a steady girlfriend when it was prom time, we would Go with each other. We rented a Mustang convertible. And so I want to go back to that. As long as one of you didn't have a date, neither is you would go separately. Who was it that didn't have the date? Uh, I was dating Rachel at the time. Ah, so he was, see, I thought for sure it was you, and that's the way you were playing that. And I kept Look to my at word. You, nice guy. She, so was, then, she was pissed. But, now, so did you both wear tuxes? Or we no? did, yeah. 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 In fact, I bought that tux. I huh. still have the jacket, and I still have the little button for the shirt. The regular shirt doesn't fit anymore. Okay, so one further question, because we can't see it here. Did you wear women's shoes in those days like you do now? I would say, I would say black patent leather. That is correct. There we go. Oh. That's what I wore. And I can't see it because it's I owned, not in the picture. I owned the shoes, too. There we go. Uh, my prom, I took my ex-girlfriend that we had already broke up a long time before and I had promised her we're going to go to prom for a long time. And I already had a new girlfriend for a while. And I said, listen, I'm going to the prom with the ex-girlfriend because I had said to her a long time ago, I said, I'd do you it. You can do that? So I did. Her sister called me up, 
calling me every name in the book. How dare you? How could you do this? And whatever. And I did. And then shortly after, she's the only girl that ever broke up with me. <laughs> that she broke up with me after because of probably part of it was what I did. But I stood by my what I said I would promise that's I would the do. Way to do it. And that's what I said I would do. And um, and it what? I kept my word. I kept my word. Dave will do that. I did. Yeah. I did. And uh, it didn't go well at the end of it, but I would do it again. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Because she was the only one that ever left me hmm. after the fact. That's I, something to hang I your hat on, I guess. The oldest sister was so Yeah, mad I at suspect me. I know why. Why she left me? Yeah. Oh, this is turning into a Why? coin story. <laughs> we better move on. We got to move on. I I will say that uh, somebody in the chat room said that uh, they're getting orange peel. P E E L. Yeah. Will they put a P and then put a line. <laughs> yeah. P E L. They I appreciate that. Thank there. you. They spelled it. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah, that's the duck sauce with the orange juice in it. Mm-hmm. You see, going even deeper. Of well, he went too deep. Yeah. They, they're going out a little, <laughs> little, little bit. Some people that duck do sauce, that, yeah. but the orange peel. But he says, "Oh, in the duck sauce of of the." But it's all right. There's no, there's no wrong answer because you you're getting these things that are there. That's the flavor. These flavors that are there. So, uh, country of origin, country of origin. We, we're smoking both cigars, and I'm telling you in advance, they're both the same country of origin, as last week was the same country of origin, may or may not necessarily be the same as these country of origins. Well, it's not the same as these ones. No, no, no. Correct. These would be... Uh, Can I say what last week's was? I, that I, you can idea? say what you think, Okay. because I'm I not think, telling you the answers. To I think last week's was Nicaraguan, without question, and I think... I agree. I think that this week is one of the other two countries. It's not Nicaraguan. And it's not Honduras. It's definitely not Honduras. So it's Dominican Republic. Correct. Yeah, you Costa Rica. Too. I agree. It's not Costa it's not Rica. Costa Rica. The, the wrapper on the second cigar here, D, is a little... The burn line's not great. It's burning okay. It's burning true-ish, but it's not as clean as the first one. Same same is happening with me right now, but it's early. Should I touch it up is, is what I'm looking at. Should I touch it up now? I'm going to hold off and let's see if it catches up by itself. I, I like to see if it, if it corrects itself before me correcting it. Not that it makes it very bad if you have to correct it, but that's uh, how it is. Do you think this is a Dominican Puro, or do you think there's something else happening here in the wrapper, possibly? And I don't think yeah, that I doubt the wrappers. I don't think Dominican. either wrapper is Dominican. Okay, which only takes a couple of them out. Yeah, so it's not those two, yeah. right? Okay, all right. And uh, do you have a early on preference between C and D yet, or is it too early to tell? I don't know that either of these cigars would end up in my regular rotation. I'm taking the ash off C, by the way, right now. Mm. Yeah, I went out. Shit. I'm not... Uh, uh, but damn good. Uh, unbelievable construction on C. Very good. And not fabulous yet on... But I'm, I'm, I don't want to go negative on it yet. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might correct itself. It's way too early on that cigar, but but C perform like a champion. Absolutely perfect. So now you got to go back and forth. And those that are trying it at home, this is how we double sales here. We make you smoke two <laughs> cigars at the same time if you get used to that. But it's fun, right? And we're going back to a normal show next week. So the people yeah. that aren't in the care package or that live in other countries, we're sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. And, Dave's and, not sorry. Yeah. And four weeks from now, we're going to end up doing the other two together um, along with the answers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot more sweetness out of D. A lot more dryness out of C. Because all that salt the Pam has on C. <laughs> Based on flavor, I think I'm digging D better. And based on flavor, D, D is stronger than C. I think that uh, D two notches would have a not o- too much. only one notch. One notch, yeah. D is going to have a, a little bit of gold in the in the band. There's gold in the band. Gold, of D. Hmm. a little more fancier. It might be beige, like D- C, but it's one? got gold. Does it cost more? I'm going to say eight dollars on D. Yeah, I would pay more for D than I would pay for C. All right. This is going to be so interesting. Based on flavor, because the, the I'm, I'm not thrilled with the construction of D yet. It's it's burning a little wonky. Yeah, I have to touch it up because it isn't catching up. So I, I don't want to touch to The draw is better on D than C. Yeah, um, I've got a better draw on D. And there was nothing wrong with C when I was smoking it. I didn't think mm-hmm. to myself, oh, tight draw. But the draw is effortless on D, but not too much. Do you pick either of these over and above A and B? Can you remember? Nope. No? Definitely no, not. But, you know, that's just my smoking preference. I'm going to prefer a Nicaraguan in most cases. And just so you know, A and B, the winner of A and B is not necessarily E. It could be E, it could be F. Right. We're so, not going to know. You're not going to know. No, you know what? I I might I might change my answer because flavor-wise, I think now that I'm into the meat of D, I think D to me is better than both A and B. What? That's what I think. Are you out of your mind? It's early oh. on. Going to we? It's not. It's unfair on the first third mm-hmm. of D to end up sure. saying that anyway. You, you pick, have to get. You pick the strength of a cigar. Six puffs in. Yeah, it's not even completely lit <laughs> but, yet. But I don't end up saying it's better or worse than something else until you, I finish you go, it. Whoo! That's strong. Actually, the answer is that you should smoke a cigar at least twice before mm-hmm. you end up re- before reviewing a cigar. Especially for a magazine or things yeah. like that. When we blind taste, they only give us one. I think it's a mistake, by the way. Not that I'm looking for twice as many Ooh. cigars. Uh, cigar cigar journal. journal, please. <laughs> uh, but, um, boy, that would end up, you really want the answer that would really end up helping if, if you gave us and then smoke it in another time. But the then- flip side of that is I think that it's fair the way they do it because you got a box of 20 or 25. That means 20 or 25 different palettes. Yeah, have a touch on you know, the cigar, and they cross out the, the high and the low. Right, you take, you know, somebody ends up so, saying this is so a sixty I, and this is a hundred. I Those mostly get crossed out, is what you're telling you me. You go low. Yeah, Ed Sullivan's a a, a tough reviewer. Very hard grader, even on uh, the on the Ashholes. Yeah, 
You listen I'm to the Ashholes podcast. Lower than the By the way, two. do you listen to the Ashholes podcast? Check it out. It is on Tuesdays. 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 Four p.m. Eastern. Well, anytime on your favorite podcast catcher, uh, you can even watch that mess if you want on uh, YouTube or Facebook or whatever you want to do. All right, uh, let, let's uh, take a break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, keep it going and see if there is a place in the store for each of these cigars. Um, like we did last year, we're, we're going to uh, we've lit up at that at this point A, B, C, and D. The winner of A and B will go up against the winner of these two, and we'll see what they are. We'll tell you about them the expenses, how much they cost, how popular they are, all that stuff. Will the most popular cigar win? The biggest seller win, the lowest price, the most expensive cigar. Will that happen? We'll see. That's what this taste test is all about. Tasting the cigars. We'll be back in just a little while. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com 
Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Brian Charles. He's out there at a cigar bar somewhere that is probably not open. <laughs> yeah, I don't due, know what Due the... to COVID-19. We haven't heard from him at all. Brian, are you listening? What's going on with you? We need an update. 
see what's happening with you. Anyway, we're back. We're talking uh, blind tasting to see flavors of cigars. We, we're playing with it to pick favorites also, but that's just for fun. The whole idea here today or uh, each time we do this is now to pick up flavors. And uh, during the break, we're, we're really paying attention because we, we could uh, and not worry about uh, – you know, dead air and things like that. But any changes up? You guys are really figuring out. C has taken on a little bit of a charred component now that I'm at the halfway point here. You're at the bottom third right now. You're very low there. Man, that's highly unusual that Mr. Jonathan has his mic misplaced, isn't it? It is. How's that? <laughs> Much better, thank you. At first, I'm thinking, what's going on there? And then I looked, and there you have it. Yeah. After all these years. Steve from Los Kaidos is uh, waving goodbye. Bye, Steve. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling even better about D as I get further into it. Almost, I mean, it's almost as I got further into C, mm. D starts looking and tasting better. But do you so. taste similarities between these tobaccos? For sure. Because that's the idea of it. They mm -hmm. are similar. They certainly we are We have similar. two similar cigars. And, yeah, I mean, different I, people make them, different cigars, but they, without knowing what they are, it doesn't matter. No. The idea of the first two were similar in components of what they are. These are similar in components of what they are. So we're not talking apples and oranges here. We're talking two no, apples. they're, they're I mean, both in the citrus family. There we go. They're both in uh, the citrus. Oranges and oranges. Right, right. Um... Do you think that we are influencing by discussing this the audience? And I hope I, we're not. Absolutely. Well, you were influenced by Pam even bringing. Yes, up, I did. You know, I did. So but it's, it's hard good, not to be. Yeah, it's a good influence though because you're you're identi we're identifying flavor components that are to me kind of indicative of the country of well, origin here. The, the good news and the bad news is a lot of people smoked these cigars before the show even happened and right. voted. And voted. You got a lot of votes? Or? Yeah. Huh. So the interesting thing is that I want to draw a line in the sand at this point now. Did I want to know those separately, where we were? And then I want to see the other group of oh, interesting. to see what the yeah. influence ended up being. I don't want it to be influenced. It is what it is of, of how you taste. But again, at the same time, I don't want you fighting us on these flavors too. Because if we're saying, wow, there's some salty components, there's some citrus here and stuff, try to find them. Don't disregard it and say, no, it's not there. We want you to try to end up seeing if you can end and, up. Yeah, you may not find them. Yeah, but. because the t because which one you like better is subjective. There isn't a right answer or a wrong answer. Which one do you like better, chocolate or vanilla or ice cream? One is not necessarily better than the other. Oh, you said chocolate. Vanilla is way better than chocolate. No, it isn't. Well, Which one do you like better? Because there's coffee ice cream. This that's, that's yeah. the best one. There we go. According to you. We know that. Mm -hmm. What kind of ice cream do you get? Coffee when you get ice cream? Go to an ice cream stand. They got a million flavors. What do you want? I go coffee-based if they have some sort of moose tracks or whatever, and it's coffee-based, I'll do that. Otherwise, just regular coffee. Sometimes you see a Mississippi mud pie with a coffee base right. or a coffee heath bar can be delightful. That's where you go? Yes. Every now and then I'll get the coffee and Oreo. Ooh. And what do you flavor? You got you? me that once. Oh, yeah. That, that was fantastic. It was. You we haven't more. done that in years. It was coffees and We used to do Friday's, Friday ice creams. Huh. In the middle of the day and Friday. And, and You've been on a diet for three years. I know. 
I've been on for, for 60 years, by the way. Um, what, what flavor do you think I go when I go to ice creams? There's 32 flavors, whatever. Which one do I get? You are plain Jane as they come. You Eat. get vanilla. I do. Grape nut. I get vanilla. <laughs> He doesn't. Lo- he doesn't want to make a decision. So he just instead of reading all the flavors, he just says, "I'll take he the vanilla." Because it's going to be there. I'll right. go with a French vanilla when I feel oh, a little risque <laughs> to go French vanilla. But Isn't there uh, just egg yolk in a French vanilla? Is that yeah. the big difference? Yeah, yeah. it changes the it's color a little richer of it to yeah. be more yellow color. It seems fancier when I do that. And and I get the French vanilla. Now, if, if sometimes eating, specks of vanilla. Yeah, and do you some, like the bean I do. In there? I yeah. do. Yeah, Briars is good for that, mm-hmm. but. It, if eating cookie dough can cause salmonella, which is what my mother used to tell me, which is why she would never let me eat the raw cookie dough, yeah. French vanilla ice cream must be very dangerous because it's got egg yolk in it. it it's not like be. you cooked it. No, you don't. I yeah, mean, I should stay away from that. Well, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm go to regular, we, go to regular plain vanilla. I'll make a no. batch of cookies so I can eat the cookie dough. I'm not scared of it at all. I, I will say it's cooked to a point. I don't know if it's cooked to a safety point. Right? I gotcha. Thickened, perhaps. Yes. So you're mixing it in, and it's a thickening agent. Because I never heard of somebody got something from eating ice cream. Besides, no, I've never heard of anyone getting salmonella from eating raw cookie dough either. I think it was just a way of making it so that we ended up with cookies after. Yeah, but I I won't eat the cookie dough ice cream because it might kill you. I like a cookie dough ice cream from oh, from time no. to time. Are you always the hot ice cream, or do you do soft serve? I'm not a soft serve guy. It, it seems fake. I'm sure it is, but I like it. I like a soft serve. Yeah, really? But if I'm going soft serve, though, I don't like to choose. I get the swirl. You get the swirl in your Oh, hands. you do the twist. And if they have the, the dipping, which is so bad, yeah. but I'll get, <laughs> but I'll get the butterscotch dip with mm-hmm. the, so you have the hard crust on the outside. That's if I'm going to go, because I, right. I eat healthier. But I saw a thing on Facebook. They make the soft serve ice cream, then they stick a straw in it. And they put the hole in it. Then they fill it with caramel in there. Then they get the spoon and they close it. Then they dip it and then they roll it nuts. And I'm like, oh my god, what a party that is! Whew. I could eat that as my meal, like the old Dairy Queen. Yes. Well, would you ever go Mister Misty Freeze, where I put the ice cream with, with the Oreos, Mister Misty? No, no, they used to do a Mister Misty almost like a float. They'd put some sauce. Yeah, in nah, no, no. Nah. Nah. You can't mix I never, I never liked the root beer float. No. No. Drink my root beer. And, I, I like and my root beer cream. with my root beer and the ice cream separate. All right. You want to do cigars now? Want to talk about cigars? A little bit. All right. We'll talk a little <laughs> about it. <laughs> if uh, we have to. Let's get to the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Would you, uh, who would win this hypothetical battle? Adam Sandler versus Steve Harvey in an open mic night. They show up at the comedy club. You got Adam Sandler today, and you got Steve Harvey today. It's not a contest. Steve Harvey's without got that question. All really, day, all night. Adam Sandler. All day. I think Adam Sandler might be a quick. Adam Sandler. Is, he's an actor too long, and he's good he's just, funny with his songs and stuff. But uh, you watch his stand-up special, and it's. Good and it's funny, but the funniest part of him is his songs, not his, mm-hmm. not his stand-up. Yes, I thought they take years now. He, uh, yeah, in the last two years, he came out with a Netflix special. Oh yeah, yep. And it's funny, but it's no Steve Harvey. And he cranks out a bad movie now and then, right? Right. Yeah. Which I, they're guilty pleasures for me. All right. 
So Steve Harvey is Steve the, Harvey oh, here. Not even, I, yes. oh, he's a legend. He's a king of comedy. That's what he says. <laughs> he was have, the headliner. Yeah, but he called it king so of comedy. He was the headliner say, for the kings of comedy. We say we're the cigar authority. We do. We <laughs> do. Take it for what, take it's, it for worth. what it's worth. <laughs> hey, upcoming shows we have coming up. Uh, some things have changed up a little bit because of COVID-19, of who and who can't come around. But uh, next week, we have the top 10 ways not to get sick from cigars. And joining us is John Carney from La Florida Dominicana. Oh, nice. Oh. He's bringing really strong cigars. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I um, got some. Because I've got sick from a La Florida Dominicana cigar before. Right. And we're going to get into how not, the top 10 ways not to get sick. By the way, I have nine of the top 10, so I could use your help later after the we show. We need another one? We need one more. I would recommend you uh, smoke with ice cream. Eat some ice cream while you're smoking. Oh. You're, you'll be fine. I would really? say the one you're missing is... You don't even know what the nine I did. How do you know what I'm missing? I know what you're missing. Don't smoke those. <laughs> that might be on there. Might be on there. So uh, the following week, uh, a cure for stinky cigars. We're talking ventilation and odor elimination that I've been doing some work on. We were supposed to have Robert Holt from Rose of Sharon. Mm-hmm. The cigar we're going to smoke draw. on, Southern yeah. Draw. Uh, Robert cannot fly in hmm. for COVID-19 thing, so we can't have him up here. But we're still going to smoke the cigar, and we're still going to talk about the company. So sorry, uh, Robert. We'll have you up someday uh, when, when you can come up and see us. But they've actually canceled all their things all year so far. Yeah. Everything. There, there was a road warrior out there that was really hitting the road hard, and uh, from, from that to nothing, wow. Uh, September 12th, Nick Perdomo joins us as we celebrate 10 years of Garofalo Cigar. So we'll have him on. And, and uh, the other notable thing for that show is uh, I won't be here. Perfect. Wonderful. And that worked out just perfect. We'll get a word at Edgewise. <laughs> and September 19th, Christian Aroa and Justo Aroa together. Ooh. This has to be a first. Together. On the stage at the same time, we have to get some ammunition ready. We're going to start some trouble. Yeah. We're going to have some in a family problems that are going to end up happening here and uh or we have a merge happen oh, right, right here. on the show maybe it happens who knows we're going to go with that and the 26th we're going to do e versus f september 26th we'll be there and then uh give you all the results and stuff we've got lots of stuff planned out uh but it's a moving target it's not like these things are locked in because we don't know who can or cannot sure. christian is going to be here because he has his own plane he Perfect. flies himself up here, so there's not an issue. And maybe he's going to take his brother with him. Couldn't he pick him maybe up not. on the way? Or? I, it's probably going to be what's going to happen. But if it isn't, that's going to be a very uncomfortable thing. <laughs> if I had lots of problems at the airport. So, oh, really? I had no problems because I just flew him by myself. I got a report on C. C's draw has opened up, which means that I got through a knot mm. of tobacco that was in there. So C is now drawing normal. And. D has its draw has stayed consistently good. So if you can get past that little twist that that roller ended up doing, now it could change up. And that's the tough thing about only smoking the cigar one time, because what mm -hmm. if that was the anomaly and they normally have good draws? Yeah. So uh, speaking of change up that happens, you can write into the Cigar Authority, which we love to get your emails and stuff, and we're going to get to 
everything we can. As a matter of fact, later in the show, we're going to have the best email of the week. You didn't even know this is going on, but now we got prizes for the best email of the week, and we're going to show you that after we go I'm, to I'm going to start writing in there. Yeah, well, you should. Yeah. You should, and figure out what kind of thing is going to be, because he picks it. Yeah. Uh, what does he like that he's going to pick for the he best likes, email? Because we're likes, talking about good prizes. Yeah, he likes people to shit on him. Yeah. You can do that via email. Hang on a second. You leave my sex life out of this. <laughs> You're talking about emails. You can send an email or you can go on that pipe. Speak pipe. Speak pipe <laughs> and then actually say it like, like. You're a smart man. How do you not get that it's speak pipe? I don't know. Speak pipe. I just got to remember. It's, it's not a good name. <laughs> speak pipe. The pipe Neither was El Wawense and you finally got it. There so. we go. So, and eventually speak right, pipe so is going to just roll off the tongue and I don't even have to spell S-P-E-A-K, speak pipe. <laughs> a couple of years from now, he'll be good. Anyway, somebody did contact us on speak pipe and he did not win the contest that he didn't even know was there, but he did do it and we like it. It was good. It was good. Let's hear it. We're going to share it. Share it. All right. Hello, Stephen Wells, your friendly neighborhood car salesman. The last email I sent in, Jonathan butchered. So I thought it would be a good idea to call in this time. I'm an avid listener and sometimes viewer. I love the show, but with any long format production, there are times when a viewer's attention could wander. Say, Say when Dave starts spelling or when Jonathan resorts to tastes that are only available during an equinox. At one of these rare moments, <laughs> I noticed what could be referred to as a desk weather station in front of Dave. They typically have a barometer, humidity gauge, and clock. It seems to be in the same position for every show, and now I can't get it out of my head. The gauges are facing out, so it cannot be because Dave is worried about the next low-pressure center rolling in. My only conclusion is that it is hiding something. What would that be? Is Dave getting stock prices or horse racing results? Both would be unlikely. After all, he is trying to make money in the cigar business, so there's probably not a lot of free capital to invest in stocks or gambling. My last guess is there may be some lines of some type of stimulant to help get through the aftershock. Alas, Dave probably won't reveal what is behind it, for after hiding it for so long, whatever it is would undoubtedly be anticlimactic. So I will continue to ponder it, especially during Jonathan's tasting notes. Keep up the good work. I love the show. Now, I, I love everything about that. He shit on me a little bit. He was funny. He shit on me. He, he kind of came after you a little. So what the... Why don't you show everybody here? All right. So I put this here um, because, first off, the studio is the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and they're the ones that gave this to me. I don't know what I was supposed to do with it, but uh, it's a pretty cool thing. And I said, oh, I can put this here so my area isn't more messed up than it is now. Right. So I can put some things mm -hmm. out of the way that I actually do. So you see I hit the bell every once in a while, so the bell is yeah. here. You remember the yes, no? Yes, 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 yes. So the yes... No thing is here, so I'm going to turn around, and then I put some things that I might need in case something bad happens. So here, I have an extra lighter in case we're talking about the lighter we're using today, and something goes wrong, and then I don't say, "Oh, the lighter broke," and then the, <laughs> you know, they say, "Oh, yeah, nice commercial." Yeah. Uh, so there's an extra one 
that lights every single time because it's awesome. Uh, an extra pen in case the pen, uh, I have a problem with my pen, and an extra cutter in case hmm. there's a problem with the cutter. So here's my backups just in case, and they don't need to, you don't need to see. What's that white powder right there? <laughs> what white powder? What is that? Is no. that a stimulant for the aftershave? Not at all. No stimulant. Um, so that's it. I, I hide some extra stuff because a prepared host is prepared. You don't he hear me. Oh, I forgot my pen. I forgot my lighter. I forgot this. I forgot that and stuff. I have everything. And uh, I have my regular pen lighter and cutter here, but the backups are over there along with my bell and all that. Now this, let me, let me take this off for a second. It's pretty cool. So this barometer... Uh, and it is, right? It's got the humidity, and it's got temperature, and... Yeah, no barometer, but I, it does have a clock. And it has a clock, too, um, and it has Toscano on it, and it sits... It looks like it sits on a table is what it's for, but it's actually magnetized, so you can get this and hang this up in the humidor, which is what it, I guess they want me to do, probably. But why would they put this here? Well, magnets together, so maybe in the humidor, if you have a shelf, you could put it on the shelf that's here. I don't know, but uh, I put it here anyway and put my stuff on it, hmm. but maybe it belongs there, but then there'll be a mess that's over here, so it's yes. good that I get yeah. to hide the, the, the mess that's here, uh, is what yeah. I try to do. And, and Barry's not here today. Usually, there's a whole bunch of mess that happens over there that I have to clean up every single week because he doesn't even clean up after himself. <laughs> I say it to him all the time. He doesn't do it, but he's listening now. He says he doesn't listen to the show. Let's yeah. see. So if you're listening to this, Barry, clean up after yourself next week. <laughs> when, it, when it automatically happens, we'll know you were listening. Or that you made believe like you didn't listen, and you can continue to, to do things that you do, like not clean up after yourself. So that's that. Okay, uh, final thoughts on D, because D, I mean C, uh, is just about gone, but are you at the point to be able to say C is C? You know what, what that is? Yeah. I say these are very similar to each other. I got more flavor from D. Definitely more flavor from D. Um, the draw seems better. It seems constructed better. And that not um, not thrilled with the last third of C. C had a great ash on it. Mm. At the beginning, it held together like the construction was be better on that than it is in D. D, I had to touch up, but as it, as I did touch it up once, that was it. Now, it went out on me a couple times, and that's only because I'm talking too much and not paying attention to the cigar. Yeah, I would uh, I would pick D over C if it was me. <clears throat> but do you see the similarities? Of course. It's, of course. It's there. That's the idea of what it is. And and the tobacco blend is very similar to each other. You'll see at the end of it that his, his two cigars that have similar components of what they said they are anyway. That's another thing. Sometimes a manufacturer says, this is what the components are. Later on, I find out it's really not true. Hmm. So why do they do that? They don't want somebody emulating their cigar. That's one problem. thing. But or they couldn't source the materials for... The second batch is another reason. Yeah, lots of things. Or yeah. sometimes they don't know. If it's not a someone who owns their own factory, they may not know what's in it. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, it's up to D uh, blank now to outperform C and final, come up with a final answer. We also have an offer of the day, a classic three-way, and the giveaway. 
We're going to give away something today, and it's going to be the best mailbag of the week. And we already have a winner. You didn't even know there was a contest going on, but it's going to continue each and every week. We're going to give something away. We'll show you what we're giving away and who won it when we return. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You can see that right here because I got a barometer on my desk. Uh, And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking C and D today. Only one will continue and move on next month. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. I'm getting into D. Liking D as far as strength goes. So you're saying goes, you like the D. I like the D, and I, and, but I'm going to say... did there? <laughs> Remember, I was saying it was two notches up, and Ed said it's not two notches up; it's one. It's three notches up now. <laughs> now it's three. It moved up. I'm, I'm going a- as with- it's going down. It's getting stronger. It's getting good. Um, lots and lots of flavors starting to pick up, and I'm going to say it's a six out of ten. It's more than medium. It's a little more I'm than. Trying medium. not to fight you on it, but I gotta, I gotta say it's, it's not quite a six to me. It's, it's in the five realm. All right, you're at five, but you guys were at four a little while ago, so it yeah, did pick it has, up. It oh, has yeah. definitely, definitely kicked up. I just don't know that I'd go as far as to say six. You got any wacky flavors or anything? Um, think about that as we think get- about how delicious lemon pledge smells. So if you had a flavor that was like lemon pledge, but it was safe to eat, it would be that. I don't like the artificial smelling things. Lemon pledge has real lemon. It's kind of chemically. Which is so odd that lemon pledge has real lemon in it and lemon (laughs) flavored drinks is artificial lemon. Why don't they put the real lemon in the stuff you drink and put the fake lemon in in the wax? That you put on your, I think your, it, and I'm no woodworker. I'd have to ask my brother, but I believe Lemon Pledge, the uh, lemon oil, is what's good for the wood, and yeah. that's what helps shine things up. Good wood, it's good wood. Good yeah. wood. If these were new cigars, are any of them contenders for the cigar of the year? I would have to say that the the char component that happened in C would disqualify it yeah. for me. But D, 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 I could see. I could put D through. And do you remember A and B last week? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think for me, A and D have to go to the finals. Really? See, for me, I I believe I liked B at the end better, so I would say B and D. Hmm. Interesting. B 
because these could be contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And what a better way to find out from our audience if they're contenders for the Cigar of the Year than give them cigars that are possible contenders because we have to get ready for that. So are you saying these are new cigars? I'm not saying anything. I'm saying wouldn't it it be good if that was it? I don't want to give too much information because I don't want to change things up and stuff, but... Assuming all of them. No, you already said that they're not contenders because you said these are all big name brands. Yeah. So big name brands, they there's no big name brand putting out a new cigar right now. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You are wrong. Yeah. What was the last, what was the last new Padron that came out for regular production? Yep, there's no new Padron. Okay. There are new cigars. It isn't. It isn't the new Perdomo, which he would ah, be the exception to the so, rule. So there it is. It, none of them are box pressed. So it isn't that. All right. Just throwing it out there, just trying to mess it up. I'm playing the man. <laughs> you the, know how this game works. All right. In the we robust do, we, By format, the way, we do this every day. Every day. Every day this happens. In we, fact, it's to the point where I have to pick out Dave's cigars with someone else and bounce ideas off them so that he can't play me because I, I want him to just taste the cigar. All right, so let's get to it. We're giving something away. This is a new segment on the show. It's going to continue. So we have uh, a new segment. What is it? Uh, It's time for the Aging Room Quattro's Best Email of the Week, brought to you by Aging Room Cigars. This week's prize is the Lotus 52. It is a $100 lighter. Pretty cool looking. Yeah, it's awesome. Where am I? I'm right there. So you got uh, push button action, two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. You got a flip out bullet punch, easy adjustment at the bottom, and uh, this is a hundred dollar lighter, and it looks like a hundred dollar lighter. And does it only come in orange? What color will I the only, person get? I only have orange ones, so uh, all right. it only comes in the one color. All of them are orange, because we're going to have one next week too. We're going to do this for I think four weeks in a row, and then switch four, it yeah. up. It's a good lighter for Halloween. It's it, it's that burnt orange look mm. to it. I actually like yeah. that color a lot. So we already have a winner, and they didn't even know they were in there, but you're just randomizing everything that comes in that week, and you're picking one out. What if I'm it not were, randomizing anything. I'm picking out the best email, the one that right. I think is the best. What if somebody did it two weeks ago and, and still sitting in your pile? Could that still work? Or do they got to do it every single week? I gave I you a good one. You know, I can't do the... I can't. I can't do it that way. I, I, so, I certainly, if it's a great email, it's a great email, and maybe within a week, I could have a little floating. A week but or two. It, the, so, the amount of emails that we're getting is it's just piling up. No. I'm responding to people, and saying, now we're making it worse with I putting a prize not, right. onto it. So I may be, not be able to get to your email so, ever. No, Sorry, no look back then. A little bit, maybe a little, All a right. little. We're not, we're not going back to last year. Sounds like there aren't a lot of rules. No, there isn't a no. lot. And and it's all up to him, so I don't even look at the emails, to be right. honest with you, ever, either to you. No. Uh, if something comes in the steam pipe thing. Yeah. Speak. Speak pipe. <laughs> pipe. Why do I want to say steam pipe? I don't know. Close? It's close. They should. We should come out with a competitive brand <laughs> called the steam pipe because it rolls off the tongue. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Nicholas writes. Nicholas, you're the winner. With respect to Dave's Mental Health, the sequel. Hi, guys. This is the guy you're giving it to? The guy that says I'm mental? 
And, and that, well, that's you, not, you don't even say those words anymore, right? No. Isn't that racist or Mental something? Mental health is okay. Mental health is okay. Yeah. Hi, guys. I recently made my way up to Salem to see the show in person, and I got to say it was an honor to be in the same studio where they record Pit Life Barbecue. If anyone is considering making the trip, I promise you meeting the Cigar Authority crew is the underwhelming experience you'd expect. After the show, Dave seemed to have time to talk to everyone, except for me, but whatever. It didn't bother me. I'm over it. I'm actually writing... He sat in the far corner by himself. He looked like he didn't want to be bothered. Right. I'm actually writing this to say I've changed my mind, and I think Dave's diminishing mental capacity is good for the show. I'll be up front. I got a lot of respect for this guy. Dave was smoking cigars back when smoking cigars was smoking cigars. And he's tried everything. I'd bet that if Columbus brought over cigars on the Nina, the Pinta, and the Cadillac Eldorado, he's tried them. (laughs) And I'm just going to put this out there. I like his terrible stories. Boring, pointless digressions with Dave is my new favorite segment. Take, for example, the touching story he told on the July 29th episode of I Can't Believe We Convinced Romacraft to Give Us Money for This Nonsense After Show. A beautiful, heartfelt moment. Seriously, go back and listen. I want to know more. I want more coin stories. I know it's only a matter of time before you're in front of the store naked, waving your hang low at every car that drives by. But until they take you to the funny farm, I'm along for the ride that is your slow slide into senility. Love you guys. Love the show. Nicholas from Providence, Rhode Island. P.S. Tell Ed Sullivan to go back to being dull and not participating in the show because I'm running out of email topics. Nicholas, you win. And here's the caveat. You have to send me, you got to email me, and you have my email because I responded to this email. Uh, you got to email me your address before next week's show, and we'll send or you Or you forfeit. Correct. Or- which Listen, will make Dave happy. Uh, could he, could he win he, the $100 just, Lotus 52. Couldn't he just come back up and get it? He had such a He's, nice time. He certainly can. You got to email me that, though, so I have your lighter for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is going to um, the we, ma- mail order company. We ha- yeah, we have the mail order. Mail order has the other three lighters. This okay. one's to show. And okay. then the last week, Barry will take it back, back with him. Um, so is, is the preface of people winning just so they, they can have an edge on this is to shit on me there's no edge this was a brilliantly crafted email it happened to shit on you and ed sullivan uh, but that's not a preface it it does not ha- you guys know how i play so if it's good it's good if it's not it's not so they could say something nice and it could still win it certainly could all right the guy I'm the, glad the guy that, that did the speak pipe would have won we had like, he written in? That's called steam pipe. We like to call that steam pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just go back to enjoying your D? I am enjoying D. Okay. Could be a contender for the Cigar of the Year. Yeah. It could have been a Cigar it of the Year. It could have been a contender? Could have been a winner. Could have been. Maybe not. Hmm. So that's how that goes. Okay, we got a new segment. And we're giving away stuff. Wow. Huh? I don't think we've been, we we haven't done that since the old days when we could give away cigars and we right. can't anymore. So, but we can give away accessories. Yeah, all you got to do is simply email us something at the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. and thank you, Aging Room. Just like thank Nicholas, you, Aging only Room the for best that. can win. Okay, all right. Um, the after show, the after show, we're going to talk about cigar smokers don't know this is going on in the cigar industry. So we're going to share with you something that goes on in the cigar industry that I really don't like, and it's going on in the cigar industry, 
And that's the little tease of what we're talking about. That show was on Wednesday. Does it have to do with the cigar in your hand? The D? No, <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. That's mm. good. But this is going on. It means I'm doing it right. And um, you, uh, you should know about it, just so you know that it's going on. Uh, you haven't done the uh, no, I know Don Raphael offer of the day either. It. Everybody knows it and is waiting for it. <laughs> I think they are. All right, so let's get to the Don Raphael offer of the day. It's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? One hundred dollars. That's how much. Drink a glass of milk that expired seven days ago. One glass of milk. The expiration date, which is best sold at, right? Is not necessarily expiration. Seven days. So I got to commit up front. I can't do a sniff test, for example. Yep, you've got to say, I'm in, and here's a glass. We're talking glasses, eight ounces. I don't like milk to begin with. I'm not a fan. But I do like $100 bills. So I would do it. You would do it. What's going to happen? You're going to get the runs well, a little I'm, bit? I'm telling you, you right now I'm going to get the runs, but that's because milk does that to me. But I'd be willing yeah. to suffer a little for the $100. I, I have a feeling I've done it for free. Right, I'm sure. You know. So would you do it? Not enough money. No. I mean, the, the cheese is just rotted milk, Ed Sullivan, and you love cheese. I love cheese. Um, I'm not so keen on the ghost pepper cheese. Yeah, those are that's brutal. Well, you made the spiciest shepherd's pie yes, in the history of the world. Yes, it was. It was, it was brutal. <laughs> that was about it two was, years ago. It, it was, was delicious, yeah, but yeah. it was it was too much. It fell off, right? When you were doing it, it too much went in on accidentally? No, no, no. I never tasted the cheese before oh. I put it in. I just said, this looks Let like the right amount. Let me put a pile of this in here. So you're not in for the, for the seven-day-old? No, milk? I think I'll skip it, but it's tempting. Yeah? I think we may pull that off. A hundred bucks is worth... For the show. Yeah. We may do that. Well, he's still supposed to eat grass. Grass. I got to bring some grass in. I got to hit him with a tennis ball. We got those three things lined <laughs> yeah. up. There's a lot going on. There's All in the same day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay, that's the Don Raphael offer of the day. And we'll see what there's a big thank you going out to all those people liking and sharing our show. We are growing after 11 years of doing the show. We're now our 11th year. Um, it's unbelievably growing. It's hard to believe, and I thank you so much. It helps when you share. You know, there it is. You're watching it on Facebook or whatever you're watching on, and you hit the little share button, and, and you all have, your people end up seeing it. You I have mean, two options. You can subscribe or you can subscribe. Ah, subscribe. Do either one. Mm-hmm. And it's S-U-B? That's how you spell it. <laughs> <Okay>. Subscribe. <laughs> or you can subscribe while you're drinking your subscribe. espresso. Yeah. Wow. I think he's. Really, I'm trying to win a lighter. Is what I'm trying to do. (laughs) That's how you win a lighter, and that's how you win a lighter. Um, Okay, Uh, so get your mailbags in. Um, Final thought? No, we're not final thoughts here. We got a classic three way to get to, and and lots more. All right, let's do the classic three way. Brought to you by. Are you going to be in it? Oh wow! Hey Pam, want to come in? She's sure. She's She's always down. She's awesome. Well, Pam's awesome. She She's was, got a new she shade was of on the cigar today. She does. She was on the Cigar Hacks podcast mm. this week, uh, and they did it from our Seabrook store, and she did a great job. It sounded like a lot of fun, and I know better because I've been there before. It's not that fun, but uh, she <laughs> made it seem fun. Maybe she, it's yeah, more fun yeah. with Pam on it. Um, with me, without me there. No, yeah. Dave's probably just a lot mad more fun. that you and I got invited to be on an episode, and, and he, he didn't, didn't get invited back. That's what the problem is. 
It's not a bitter. Hi, Pam. Hi, Dave. Shots fired between both shows past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, Ed is our champion. Sure, why not? Because it always is. So Ed, except when it counts, Mr. J and Pam, and it's uh, this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Three questions, two tiebreakers. That's my guess. Uh, it's four questions, one tiebreaker. So uh, I get a point because I, I nailed it. Yeah, and uh, it is... Closest without going over. Two points if you get it exact. You know how it works, Pam. Ed Sullivan goes first because he's the champion, and then we'll rotate at that point. Today is August 22nd. Mm-hmm. Baseball fan? No. Perfect. Kyle Yaskremski. Mm-hmm. My dad worked on his house when I was a kid. Really? The man we call Yaz. We love him. He played an entire 23-year baseball career for the Boston Red Sox. Well, he was named All-Star 18 times and won... AL's MVP award. He's the man we call Yaz. We love him. The birthplace is Southampton, New York, but he's a Boston guy. My favorite. Hmm. Kyle Skremski, born today. What year? Uh, 1938. 1938, he says. 1940 for two points. 40 for two points, he says. He calls it. I'm going 1932. 32. We have one point to Ed Sullivan. He says 38 is 39. Ugh. Mr. Jonathan's one off in the wrong direction, but Ed Sullivan gets the point, and it's over to Mr. Jonathan. U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt became the first U.S. executive to ride in a car. He first guy to, to president, first chief executive to ride in a car. What year was that? The year that he rode in the car? Yes. Theodore Roosevelt, he was the president. I get him confused with Woodrow Wilson all the time. I don't know why, but okay. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt. This is going to be... 1924. 1924, he says. 1928. 28. 1907. 1907 is a little bit over. It's 1902. Uh, Obviously, but in the realm of history. Right, when cars were in. Yes. I mean, the president's not going to wait for a car ride, right? Yeah, he would be early on, right? I would think that a president would allow everyone else to drive around in the car for a little while before... To see if but, it's safe. But he would, sure it would he wait 28 years? <laughs> 28 years he would wait? No, it seems way too long. But no points for any I mean, years. Even Dave didn't wait 28 years to buy an electric car. Yeah, it's just too long. All right, we're going over to Pam. Pam, Stand By Me, the film based on the Stephen, uh, by Stephen King. Stand By Me, yeah. Directed by Rob Reiner. And uh, it was released today, the movie Stand By Me. Corey Feldman, River Phoenix. If that helps you out in, in the years when these people were... Oh, I remember this movie. Really? Very, very Will well. Will Wheaton? Very well. 
Jimmy O'Connell. Oh, boy. I'm going to go 1985. 1985. 1982. 82. 1980. 80. 1985, PM will take it. It's 86. So PM gets a point. I finally get a point. You do. And, <laughs> and here we are again, Mr. Jonathan. Ed Sullivan's got a point. PM's got a point. We have one question left. And Mr. Jonathan has nothing. And it's over to Ed Sullivan again. DNA testing links O.J. Simpson to murder of Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman today. What year? DNA testing links O.J. Simpson to the murder. Mm. What year was that? Well, you have to believe it didn't happen at the trial. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with uh, 2005. 2005. 1995. 95. I'm going 1999. 99. And everybody is over. It did happen at the trial in 1994. Ah, so Ooh. off by one. They did the DNA, and, and I first that time was the first hearing... time. That was the first so, time DNA ever got used a in a court so case. Ill-fitting glove trumps DNA. Correct. Evidence? Correct. Back then, because it was new technology. Correct. So there may be something to this that maybe he was guilty. Hmm. Maybe he was. Or maybe he wasn't, and it was on his property, and that's how his DNA got there. Their DNA was on his sock. And he wasn't at the murder scene. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hmm. So, I say he's guilty. I think we just figured something out here right now. <laughs> well, what we figured out is that it's a tie, and now we got to use your tiebreaker. I know. we got to use a tiebreaker, oh. and it's two points and if you get it exactly. Jonathan could Jonathan. steal it. He could steal it. It's Based over to these Jonathan. Bullshit rules. It is. It's over to Mr. Jonathan. He likes the rules though today because you got a chance to be in this. You should like it the most. You're always at zero at this point. I'm still the champion of the year, so it doesn't matter. Madonna, who's that girl? Single goes to number one today. Madonna, who's that girl? Uh, who would not? Well, Jonathan's got a good shot at it. It's the number one song at that time today, August twenty second. What year? Nineteen eighty. 1980. 1984. 84. See, I pre-decided I'm just going 1800 to <laughs> hope for the overage on 1800. the other two. 1800. <laughs> uh, PM will get the, at 1984, it's 87. The, and the win. So Pam is this the is champion. This like first ever. First points ah. ever and first win. And all because it's you wore the, new lipstick. There That's we right. Go. Maybe it's that. It's because I... You know, put my face on today. Put the face on. Put the face on. (laughs) Yeah, and I was already committed to 1800 before Madonna was introduced. I know she's not quite that old. No, right. But you said it was 1800, so you stuck by it. It's like taking the girl to the prom because you said you were going to, (laughs) right? Yeah. There you go. And everything goes full circle. PM, did you go through A, B, C, and D? Yes. And what do you think? In in what capacity? Which ones I like? Yeah, what do you like? Um, I like, I have to agree with Jonathan, I like B&D. Okay. Um, I think I, I'd really have to smoke them again, but I think I prefer B over D. Okay. And um, you wouldn't blabbing out the, the uh, taste profile, taste profiles and stuff, and you nail it all the time of the different things you he say anyway? He doesn't mean blab it out. I you, know what he meant. You shout it out, and we appreciate your contribution. B- yeah, it's good. She knows her stuff. She has good she has taste good anyway, good palate when it comes to alcohol, when it comes to cigars, everything, right? You're into this. Yeah. I have flavor profiles. Yeah. yeah I'm You're, a foodie. Yeah. 
So there's something to this, folks. So uh, Justine writes through the Contact Us page, since we're talking about blind taste tests here. She wins no prize for this. I'm a new female cigar smoker, and I'm loving this blind taste test. I am able to actually let my senses feel the cigar and understand the cigar without any predetermined notion of what I think they're going to taste like or whether or not I will like them. Yeah, this is the big part. I'm glad you're getting this out of it because that's what it's about. Good. But I do have to say I completely yeah. disagree with your opinions that B is peppery. I don't care for cigars often with too much of a bite, which I do associate with that peppery taste. Wow, B was a pepper bomb, yes, if, I it re- was. if I recall that. Yes. Uh, I do not get this taste from B. I actually very much and in, uh, I actually very much enjoy and feel that this cigar that this is a cigar I could sit down and enjoy by myself. Whereas with A, I do not feel as though I can sit down and smoke the whole cigar. I get much more of a bite from it. Do you think that there are other viewers that completely disagree with the way you taste the flavor profile of the cigar like I do? Or is it just because I'm a new smoker? Is is the bite a citrusy bite? Because that's the confusion that happens a lot of times that actually I've been told by the factories when I sit there and I go, wow, it's peppery, and they go, citrus. They'll correct me because there's a confusion in the American palate for citrus to pepper. So if, if, the, if it's that bite of what it is, but that was an extreme, as I recall, B was an extreme pepper. You know, that was a perfect cigar to say to somebody, okay, peppery. this is what pepper is. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Justine is incorrect with her analysis. She tastes what she tastes. Absolutely. And that's it. And, uh, but everybody's had pepper. That, that's the thing. Like some of these oddball things you didn't have and it doesn't bring a recall You know to what it. the powder on a Trident bubblegum wrapper tastes like. You know what that tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> but I probably didn't know what a peapod was until I had it with cinnamon on a peapod. You didn't put cinnamon on yours because that would be foolish. No, but you now <laughs> ne- the next time I ate Chinese food and had pea pods on it, I yeah. ate them. I thought they were just decoration. I ate it <laughs> and paid attention to to that. Right. And I've had cinnamon before. And then you can put the two together and you right. say, okay. Yeah. And I did – that was a um, E.P. Carrillo. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I have to do or what we have to do is try that E.P. Carrillo again yep. and see if it's there. But, you know, crops change as years go on and things end up happening. You'd have to actually taste that exact cigar. But what was it there? We, we laughed at you at that time, but that was many, many years ago. And I wouldn't be surprised if I tried it today and said, okay, I get it. Because yeah. that's what happens so many times that he says this ridiculous thing and we're making fun of him. And then a little while later, it's like, I'll be damned if it if that isn't. But there. part of part of what taste is is making those associations. So if I make the association a little faster, is it cinnamon Chinese pea pods? No, it's not. But it's is tobacco, it, right? Is it cinnamony? Yeah. Is there a vegetal component? Yeah. Did I just pick cinnamon? Did I pick Chinese pea pods because that's the last thing that I ate that was green? Probably. So, but it wasn't a lettuce leaf. No, was, but you, yeah. you can make that you can make that connection. So the the flavor is there, and now I just tell your brain look for this yes flavor, and and, and it this separates is, it out. This is a big reason why I said don't fight me at the beginning of this thing. If if you're gonna fight all the way through, you're never gonna get there or something. Don't fight it. Mm. Go with it, and if at the end you don't end up doing it, but a lot of times 
with all these people, even the cigar manufacturers there, and they fight us because they made the tobacco and go, oh, God, here it is and stuff. And then later, as years go on with them and stuff, I go, do you taste apple here or something? And they go, maybe a little bit or something. Well, you were saying that there's no well, way. it's because the band is green. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, William Burr. That's <laughs> Bill Barr, and that is directed towards us, I'll say. Maybe yeah. to Jonathan specifically. Uh, Maybe. It, it's directly towards us. That's a guy that I would love to land on the show. Uh, I do listen to his podcast religiously because he has so many misconceptions about cigars, about how they're addictive and they're bad for you. And, and he still keeps going back to them. He gets drawn to the cigar yeah. for the relaxation of it. And he's actually doing himself a disservice by thinking that that cigar yeah. is bad for him. He, he doesn't know. He, he doesn't know. He kind of uh, fancies La Aurora, I believe. He does. The Emerald. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. That seems to be the one he goes back to. But we know people who know him, right? Yes. Robert Kelly, Tony yeah. V. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can apply some indirect pressure. Yeah. I mean, I think- he, He's listening. He make him believe yeah. like he's not listening. I know you're listening. I believe- Why don't you come on the show and- we're not looking for ratings and you fly your helicopter get, trying to help you. Well, rent a helicopter. You don't own one yet, but f rent a helicopter, fly on oh. in. We got a Lowell has a uh, helipad. You can land there. Now, I believe on last week. Where's show, he living now? Uh, he's LA. in LA. But, oh, but he had said he started doing some stand up and he had said he may do something in the Northeast next. So he could be in the area at some point. Come on in. Try to keep your language down to a. He's not less nearly than, at less Bob, than Robert Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it for the show. Next week, the cure for stinky cigars. No, we're gonna do ventilation later. That was moved. Okay, we're doing what? I got it here. You had your uh, top ten list for ways to uh, get not rid get of the sick. sick. Feeling not no. get sick. Ten ways not to get sick. From smoking cigars, I have nine of them. Right. We're going to work on the 10th one. I think you said the real Mr. Jonathan will be on, right? I'm on every week, Ed Sullivan. Oh. I, He's not Mr. Anything. <laughs> oh, we have John Connie coming on, but you're missing a week. The you're, 12th, when you have Perdomo. Ah, good. Which is I a mean, shame. I uh, mean, sorry, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I, love, I love Nick Perdomo. I love spending time with him. I learn something every time I hang with him, but... You won't be here September 12th. Where are you going? I'll be uh, up north. My brother and I are doing, we've been talking about going on these dirt bike rides, and we're going to actually do it and right. go uh, fill the tanks up and ride for half a tank and turn around and come back and hope to make it back to the compound. All right. Barry's coming back next week, so uh, no cards and letters and that shit. You're not going to win a prize by sending us that, but send your uh, emails uh, on thecigarauthority.com. Until next time, we'll catch you. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.